Hello and welcome to another insightful edition of Cyber Ethiopia on the Bits and Pieces show on 104.7 BBC Radio. I'm your host, Jason Peters, but everybody calls me JP and so should you. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the difference between an ISP and a VISP or VISP. And I'll also tell you why I even thought that you guys should know. Let's start the show. So starting from a few weeks ago, I have been doing continuous speed tests. I'm an IT guy and before I start doing something on the internet, I always want to make sure that I'm getting the best possible bandwidth that I can. And by the way, yes, that is the actual word that we're supposed to use to determine internet speed. Bandwidth. Because there's two bands. In broadband. So, yes, to get back to the story. Uh, I've been doing continuous tests and usually I use speedtest.net because they have a wide array of servers available in different locations around the world and that can accurately uh, measure the speed that it takes a signal from your computer to the server that you are trying to download an imaginary file from to determine your download speed and then the imaginary file that you pretend to upload to determine what your upload speed is. So you have the up channel and the down channel. Recently, I've been very surprised to see that the server that I'm being routed to is not the one in Djibouti, not the one in Somalia, and not the one that we are most regularly routed to, which is in Kenya. No, no, the one that I'm being routed to most of the time, I would say about 80% of my speed tests, is to a server located in Addis Ababa called Zargao ISP. And I started to wonder, hmm, do we have a new ISP in town? The last time that I heard, the only other new telecom that was coming in was Safaricom. So how did this happen? Well, what if I told you that Ethio Telecom is not the only ISP? Well, technically, they are the only ISP. But we have many VISPs and have had them for quite some time. And that this is nothing new. So I hear you wondering. What is he talking about? I've never seen them. For whatever reason, a lot of these VISPs don't do a lot of advertising and they usually don't even try and make their presence known. But basically, the difference between what these people actually are, for example, the so-called Zergao ISP, they're not actually an ISP. ISP, by the way, is an acronym which means Internet Service Provider. And while they may sell internet, that does not necessarily make them an internet service provider unless they are sourcing the internet from their own line. So I will elaborate further on what exactly is going on with all of these so-called ISPs popping up all over town. 
and I'll also explain to you how it works. But let's take a break now that we have the complicated and confusing part out of the way. So to take away some of the tech, here is Brian Adams with Summer of 69. I got my first real six string, bought it the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled, was a summer of 69. absolute all-time favorite tracks because uh, it brings up memories when you listen to certain kind of music uh, which you heard earlier on on the Bits and Pieces show. So having said that, let's get back into our topic and I was just about to start explaining what exactly a VISP is and why they're not an ISP. So a few years ago, Ethio Telecom introduced a contract which allows private companies in Ethiopia to basically provide services that usually would be reserved for Ethio Telecom itself. These are called value added services. And they include 
things like the call me back ringtones that uh, you hear when you call some irritating people in your contact list, um, as well as the short message codes where you get some text messages or you can subscribe for a specific kind of text message alert that you want and the company will send it to you. And when they do, of course, they take a fee and Ethio Telecom and the so-called value added service provider, whichever company that may be, let's call it company X, will then get the other half. So it's a split between Ethio Telecom and of course the company. So does this actually benefit? Because I've actually had the people say, how on earth could Ethio Telecom do that? They're losing money that they could be bringing into the country for themselves. Well, you have to also think of the fact that um, when Ethio Telecom provides such services, there's an entire marketing department that needs to work on it 24 seven and basically see how many subscribers are following suit from these so-called ads. And basically it's a lot of work. Allowing private companies to get involved in the telecom sector is a good thing for everybody. The private companies will have to hire many trained professionals, most likely IT professionals, as well as network infrastructure professionals, coders, and the likes. So it basically creates jobs for everybody. So you can't really argue with that. The value added service or partnership contract deals with ISPs are nothing new and exist in a lot of countries of the world. However, a lot of the countries also have the ability to resell internet. However, this was prohibited in Ethiopia until very recently. I'm not exactly sure, but I would say somewhere around uh, three to four years ago, Ethio Telecom basically announced that any of its partners that were uh, working in the value added service uh, sector with the right kind of capital and the right kind of engineers, meaning electrical engineers and so on and so forth, could technically become a VISP. A VISP is a virtual internet service provider. Why virtual? Because they don't actually own the internet. The internet uplink that they would be selling to their customers is actually owned by Ethio Telecom. So how does this work? Uh, from what I remember at the press conference, Ethio Telecom had announced that there were two ways of doing this. So either the service provider could take the internet directly from Ethio Telecom's location, which was somewhere around Lagar, and then create their own network, meaning their own infrastructure, from that point to the point of termination at the customer's residences or places of work. Furthermore, there was another way of working as well, which would mean that Ethio Telecom would give access to their backbone infrastructure to these companies after adequate training was given to the individuals. So how did that turn out? Well, let's get into another track because this is a very complicated uh, and complex topic that we have here today. I hope that you're finding it interesting. And if you are, let me know. Send me an email, info at ethio-tech.com. And if you also want me to cover something else similar, or you have a topic in mind that you've always wanted to know about, feel free to let me know. Let's get into some Rick Astley with Never Gonna Give You Up.
great old school tracks that make me happy put a smile on my face how did it make you feel so getting into the rest of our topic for today which is isp versus visp so we already uh, kind of covered how exactly this works and i'm not sure which one was the first one to actually delve into this but one that's definitely made waves and that i've actually tried is websprics the big argument that everybody always brings up with these VISPs is, well, if the initial service provider's network is not that good, if it's slow, if there's a lot of drops or a lot of latency on the network, then the person that is, you know, taking or subleasing the internet from them and then reselling it to customers would also have a bad connection. Well, that's not necessarily true, but I did also think that until very recently. Websprix is one of the companies that has taken uh, such a contract from Ethio Telecom and they are reselling internet specifically in areas that are difficult for Ethio Telecom to reach. So this is another one of the benefits. Ethio Telecom has the obligation to provide internet connectivity as well as cell phone services to every Ethiopian citizen, which is not necessarily an easy feat, especially when you consider the difficult terrain in a lot of parts of the country, as well as the rapid expansion of cities. So to give you an example, 
Our studios are located in the Bolibubuya area, which Ethio Telecom until very recently did not have any fiber optic nor copper cables. So you could not get a landline and you could not get an internet connection. But Webspricks, a company which subleases and then resells internet, has actually been working very hard to dig out different trenches for cabling and basically create their own network infrastructure. And they've done it with fiber optic cables. Is it better than Ethio Telecom's internet? Well, surprisingly, to my experience and speed tests as well as latency tests, yes it is. How is that possible, you may be thinking? Well, if you think about the fact that Ethio Telecom's network has been around for almost 150 years, and trucks, road construction, and so many different things have put a huge strain on the copper infrastructure which has previously existed underneath the roads and also on telephone poles, you can understand why there would be some kind of a latency issue. All of these cuts and reconnects have created basically dead spots or slowdowns in the network. However, from the point of origin, which I mentioned earlier on was somewhere around Lagar area, this new Webstrix network is all new and not copper, but fiber optic. So usually there's the server that I ping, which I get somewhere between 300 MS, which means milliseconds, which means it takes 300 milliseconds for the computer on the other side of whatever IP address I'm pinging to respond. But with Webspricks' network, it takes 80 milliseconds. So you do the math on how much faster the network actually is. And I say that because I'm not very good at math. So I will give you my final conclusions on the other side of the track. Here is another oldie, but definitely a goodie. It's AHA with Take On Me.
So we're back on the other side of yet another JP Classic track. Well, I wasn't really in the band or anything like that, but I say JP because I think that I have a very special and uh, unique taste in music. Or maybe I'm just getting old. I don't really know. What do you guys think? Am I getting old? Again, if you have anything that you want to say about these segments, any advice, anything that you don't like, I can take the criticism. And I definitely appreciate it because only through criticism can we improve. So go ahead and let me know. Info at ethio-tech.com. That's the email once again. And I will also cover any topics that you request. You're listening to Cyber Ethiopia right here on 104.7 EBC Radio with me, JP. We're going to get into the closing of this whole VISP and uh, ISP. So basically, the big question is, uh, why are there so many of them now? Well, a lot of people initially would write off uh, VISPs as being profitable. And the main reason for that is because you would basically be competing with the person or with the entity which is selling you the internet and then you're reselling. But Ethio Telecom has made it very attractive. They've been giving their internet connections away to such companies at a very, very reasonable price giving them enough room to make markup and still sell at competitive prices with Ethio Telecom. Another reason why uh, most people would basically rule out this being profitable is because in most countries, infrastructure is thought to be complete, especially in the West. But here in African countries, there's a lot of new development going on consistently. To give you an example, where I said our studios are located earlier on, which is the Bole Bobula area, in those in this specific area it's not very old this place was basically built in the last 10 years and even five years ago it was a very different scene than it is today so of course it's great to have these visps helping out ethio telecom and anybody else complete infrastructure and get more ethiopians connected to the internet not so that they can watch youtube pranks but because i personally think that the key to Ethiopia's development and lifting itself out of poverty has to do with getting the youth excited in technology, creating technological entrepreneurs and converting Addis Ababa not only into the political capital of Africa, which it already is, but also in some way turning Ethiopia into the Silicon Valley of the continent. Wouldn't that be a sight to see? I hope you guys enjoyed today's segment and if you have any further questions or anything that I didn't elaborate on with regard to VISPs or ISPs, be sure to let me know in that email. So I will say goodbye with another one of my oldies. And this one is Rick Springfield, not Ashley, with Jesse's Girl. See you guys next week. Something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night Charade. 
doesn't seem to be a reason to change You know I feel so dirty when they start talking cute I wanna tell her that I love her but the point is probably moot Cause she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it Like the Peaky Blinders, like the Maddest Bikers, like the PC Drivers Switch the lights on, champion the house boys, cyber is his life source You can never get bored, sit across a jet store, all the knowledge we pour <laughs> Crash course, yeah, uh, cyber Ethiopia, with JP, uh, with JP, JV, JV, uh, with JP, uh, with JP uh, 